Welcome to this episode of The Goose Call. Today we are celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Hispanic Heritage Month is from September 15th to October 15th and celebrates histories, cultures, and contributions of Hispanic Americans. People just don't know all there is to know about Goose Creek schools. In this district, we grow giants. Welcome to The Goose Call. The juice of the goose. I have here with me Julia Trujillo Rodriguez, Multimedia Design Assistant with the Goose Creek CISD Community Engagement Team, and Jenny Monier Mendez, Goose Creek Memorial Global Business Academy student and PR squad member. Welcome. We're excited to have Julia and Jenny with us today to discuss Hispanic culture. Let's start with introductions. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Hey, so my name is Julia Trujillo Rodriguez. I am the Multimedia Design Assistant, like Brittany said. I do like logos, flyers, magazine edits, and website. So I was born and raised in Baytown and I graduated from Robert E. Lee in 2017. I was in art, choir, dance, uh, specifically celebrities. And my family hails from Nuevo Leon, Monterrey, Mexico, more specifically El Cercado. So this past January, I got to visit them. Awesome, very cool. Hello everyone, my name is Jenny Monier and I was born in Olguin, Cuba. I moved to Mexico when I was nine years old and I came here to the United States when I was 10. So Jenny, what was your experience like moving into a new country as a teen? I imagine that was difficult. Yeah, one of my biggest challenges was the language because since I speak Spanish, learning English was really difficult. And also in Cuba, we write cursive, so I had to learn how to write again from the beginning. Also, one of the challenges was the cultural differences, meaning the food, celebration, and also last names. Since I have two last names, people think one of my last names is my middle name, and I get that a lot. They also don't know how to pronounce my last name. (laughs) I think Julia may feel that a little bit, too. Absolutely. (laughs) What surprised me the most is the school system. Um, Here in America, we have the yellow school bus, and that's really interesting to me because in Cuba, we don't. And I haven't seen one in Mexico. Also, I enjoy learning something new every day, especially from a country who's well-known. I enjoy spending the holidays with my family and learning the history and celebrating one of my favorite holidays, which is Thanksgiving, something I learned new. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy you're here. (laughs) You've been (laughs) incredible to have around. So um, there's great diversity among Hispanic cultures. What are some of your favorite traditions or customs? So mine is uh, folklorico, I think is how you pronounce it. In English, it's folk dance. And specifically for Mexico, it is, I think, region-based, based on how you do the dance and the outfits and everything. And watching these dances, the music, the colorful outfits, it's just so mesmerizing to watch. For me, it would be the quinceañeras because it's a beautiful tradition that represents a girl becoming a young woman. And I didn't have a quinceañera because... I turned 15 during the COVID year, so oh, that, no. that was <laughs> Hey, bad. we'll throw you one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy to help my sister plan her a quinceañera, and it's a really big tradition we have in Cuba. Yeah, that's incredible. I, you know, every once in a while, like if you're in Houston, sometimes you see the girls with the pretty dresses taking mm-hmm. pictures, and I'm always <laughs> like, man, I'm a little jealous, not going to lie, <laughs> that is not a thing in my culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get to eat a lot of good foods, and you get give. Yeah, so. yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't go wrong. <laughs> So kind of leaning into that, in Hispanic cultures, family plays a central role in people's lives. How can you share some insights into why family is so crucial and how it influences various aspects of daily life, traditions, and values within Hispanic communities? So my grandparents played a huge role in my life. 
So when I was in kindergarten, my favorite part of the day was going home. (laughs) (laughs) And really it was because my grandpa would pick me up. So he would walk to school every day, pick me up, and it never failed when we would go home. My shoelaces would get untied. And there was this house that had a porch, and I would sit on this porch, and he would tie my shoes, and then we would walk home. So when he got older, and he couldn't really take care of himself anymore, I stepped in, and I started taking care of him. And one of the things that I did to take care of him was put his shoes on and tie his shoes. Uh, Additionally, my grandma was uh, a custodian at Lee High School when I was a freshman and sophomore, And every day she brought me homemade tacos and a soda. And all of my friends were jealous at lunch. (laughs) I'd definitely be jealous. Oh, for sure. (laughs) That's incredible. In Cuba, the family is something really important because here in the United States, when you turn 18, you leave house and start your own life. In Cuba, we don't see that. You get to stick with your parents the entire time. So you will mostly see 10 family members in just one house. So that's something really important that we have there. The family is really close together. So one of my parents, oh, my parents are having problems just letting me go and be free. Yeah. Now that I'm starting college next year, mm-hmm. that's one of their biggest problems with me right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a struggle, huh? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I completely understand. Yeah, my mom, she used to live with my grandma since mm-hmm. the second she was born all the way to she left Cuba. So you are really close with your family. And now you're applying for all these schools all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> you're stressing my your mom, parents out. Yeah, my parents are a little scared. They're, they're like, okay, so you got into Sam Houston. That's an hour away. We can go visit like you. We can go visit you every single day now, and we will come back. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there. Don't worry. Don't we'll, worry. We're always right. watching. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm sure wherever you get in, they're going to be really proud of you anyway. What is something unique about your culture or something you're proud of? So one of the coolest things I think is cool about Mexican culture and Mexico in general is the murals. In the 1920s through the 1930s, Mexico had a major art revolution, which led into the muralist movement. After the Mexican Revolution, they wanted to create their own identity and separate from European influence. And they struggled to do so. So a group of Mexican artists came together and all around Mexico created murals. These murals depicted Mexican history, Mexican culture, and one of these artists is named Diego Rivera. And if you know Diego Rivera, you've probably heard him because he, his spouse, one of his spouses, was a, who I personally believe is a more famous artist, Frida Kahlo. Yep, I think everyone's heard of Frida. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I know from my experience when I have visited Mexico, like the murals, like I can speak on that too. It's incredible. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts, visiting and living in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Something I'm proud of being Cuban is how happy we are, even though we may not have that much things. And we're also really friendly. You can come to our house. We may not have many food, but we give you what we can. Sometimes that's something really important because... I have been to other countries, and let's just say the people are not really that friendly. (laughs) (laughs) So that's something really unique. Every time you see a Cuban, just expect for them being friendly and give you everything they have Mm -hmm. without asking nothing in return. Well, Jenny, you're really making me want to go to Cuba. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should go to Cuba. We'll get some flights. (laughs) It's a beautiful country, and I love it there. 
save money with a Community Resource Credit Union mortgage refinance. Whether you're looking to save money monthly with a lower rate, need cash from the equity of your home, or found your supersized dream home, CRCU has the mortgage tailored for your needs. Home of the best rate guarantee and no lender fees. Go to crcu.org slash mortgage refi to apply today. So what are some ways that people can celebrate and honor Hispanic Heritage Month? So two things that I will be doing to celebrate. So let me preface that I am a huge animation nerd. I love animation history and arts and any kind of fact that deals with animation. And one of the things that I believe any everybody should watch is um, watching Shrek in Spanish. I really recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Yes, it is 10 times funnier. And you, you probably know the yeah. scene I'm about to talk about, but... In this, in the the gingerbread man scene, Gingy is like, "Do you know the Muffin Man?" And he's like, "The Muffin Man, the Muffin Man." In the uh, translated dub, and animation has gotten, and really movies and in media in general has gotten really good at not only the actual verbal translation but cultural translation. So in that scene in the U.S., we use the Muffin Man, but in the Spanish dub, it they use Bean Bon. And Bimpon is a little cardboard cutout doll. And in that scene, they use the nursery rhyme, Bimpon, to connect culturally with the dub, with a Spanish dub. Yeah. I grew up listening to the Bimpon song. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, secondly, um, if you don't want to watch something in Spanish, because you may not know that and you don't want to watch subtitles, another movie that I recommend watching is Guillermo de Toro's Pinocchio. And that is, I think, 2002. It was. It came out recently. And Guillermo de Toro is a. Uh, he's a very famous Mexican filmmaker and uh, writer, I think. And so, with his success, he created the Taller de Chucho Animation Studio with his alma mater, the University of Guadalajara. And he was the lead investor, or the university was the lead investor, one of the two. And in that one of the scenes in the animation or the film, there is a limbo chamber and a funeral procession. And it is a very long sequence. And that was filmed in the taller at the, at the university. And um, the people that created this were students. They were students. And so it gave new students and new talent an option or an opportunity really to help create and be a part of this famous film. So from creating the puppets, the sets, and the art direction, I believe it's very important to be seen, heard, and for your work to be credited as an artist. Yeah, no, that's incredible. I'm definitely going to look into that. <laughs> what, what we do here in GCM, and even in my house, we play Hispanic music. We learn from their culture. Every day we give like a quote of the day. So... Everyone in GCM knows what's going on. We also have the Spirit Day, um, specifically a Spirit Week. Every day is a new dress-up day, and everyone is so excited because on Wednesday we have Quinceañera Day. So everyone's going to be with their Quinceañera dress all around the school. Okay, That's so you're going to take some pictures for PR yes. Spot, right? <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> I have to see that. <laughs> for sure. Also, we also I recommend attending cultural events and supporting Hispanic-owned business. That's something really big because we have here in Baytown, we have a big... Um, Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Personally, one way we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month at our house is by trying new dishes from different Hispanic cultures. What is a must-try dish you would recommend? What do I have to try? So I recommend empanadas, specifically sweet empanadas. It's more like a cookie. Um, There are savory options, and I would tell you how we make ours, but that is a family secret, so So, I cannot uh, give you the advice. So when when are you bringing them up here? Uh, hopefully soon. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm expecting them now. You've really talked them up. Oh, they're so good. I have a list, actually. Nice. Because in Cuba, we have a lot of delicious food. One of them is being one of our famous food is tropa vieja, which is translated to old clothes. It's not clothes. You're not eating clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually made with sauce, and it's really good. We also have fried sweet plantains. 10 out of 10. Really recommend it. <laughs> Um, papas rellenas, which is Cuban potato balls, and inside you have like meat and cheese, and you cut it in half. It's like the cheese is all melted. Oh, oh my gosh, you're making so me hungry. <laughs> we also have pan con lechon, which is roasted pork sandwich. Many people think about Cuba, they think of the Cuban sandwich. Let me tell you something there's not actually a Cuban sandwich in Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> people outside of Cuba, they made, especially the United States, they made like the Cuban sandwich. But it's not a tradition. So when you go to Cuba and you ask for a Cuban sandwich, they're going to be like, what? What is that? <laughs> what is that? You're just and asking for a sandwich. When you're yeah, doing all you're asking is for a sandwich. And vaca frita, which is fried beef. Yeah. Well, now that I'm very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, guys, thank you for joining us today and providing some insight into Hispanic culture, ways, you can, ways we can honor and celebrate this month, and for sharing your stories. We appreciate you setting time aside to be with us today. And I know you both have very busy schedules, so I do really appreciate it. And thank you to Community Resource Credit Union for sponsoring this episode of The Goose Call. And thank you, audience, for listening. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me.